to the Classics Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri. And today, I'm going to look at the issue inspired by House of the Dragon just finishing season one. I'm going to look at the issue of adapting books to film or books to television. You know, when, when, is, it a, when is it done in a successful way? And how loyal should the showrunners be to the actual source material? And, uh, you know, that's because there's been a lot of controversy about that with House of the Dragon. So I kind of reflect on that question and I give some examples. For example, I don't just talk about House of the Dragon. I talk about uh, some of the shows that I'm really into other than the Game of Thrones universe. So, for example, for me, you know, a lot of murder mysteries like the Agatha Christie genre of, of mysteries. There's been so many film versions of that. And for me, sometimes I really like them and sometimes I don't. And so as I was thinking about it, I guess I do really respect when they stick to the source material in certain ways. They don't have to be like 100% on, right? It doesn't have to be the exact story that you see um, in the book. But when the essence of, of characters changes, I think that's when it bothers me. So for example, I, get, I, I discussed the Hercule Poirot uh, detective and how in the BBC version, he's much more uh, consistent with the book. I mean, almost like, you know, you could tell the actor studied the character from the book. Whereas in the film, the, the movie version, the most recent ones that came out over the last few years, uh, it's pretty clear that they don't really care about what the, the book version says about the character. And so I, I couldn't really watch it I, because it just wasn't the same character. I got a little bit of that with House of the Dragon. With House of the Dragon, the book is written in a certain way in this kind of multiple POV approach. The show chooses to adapt some of the point the points of view from the book, but then also just add its own. The showrunners basically add a lot of their own opinion and perspective to the show. And I don't know if that's needed. So I think, you know, when you have like George R.R. Martin and a successful franchise, it's probably good to stick with the source material because it's so popular. Game of Thrones was a huge success. I felt like Game of Thrones was very loyal to the source material. And actually it got worse when they didn't have the source material to work from. So I remember I would watch an episode of Game of Thrones and I would go into the book and read the read the dialogue from the book. And I always felt like it enhanced the episode because it was there was a, a, a clear similarity between the material, but there was more depth to the book because it's a huge book, right? Now, with House of the Dragon, you do that and it just seems like two different two different things. And so I discussed that a lot and I just kind of go, you know, I want the audience, if, you, if you're interested, to just reflect on that question. How, what is the, the responsibility of the showrunners? Should they be more loyal to the source material or is it okay to just kind of do your own thing, follow your own adventure in a sense? So thanks for listening to this episode of the Classics Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you like House of Dragon, I think you'll like this episode. If you didn't even watch it, I don't think it's a big deal because it's just a kind of, it's a general question. And I use examples from the show, but it's kind of a general idea, if you know what I mean. So thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll see you after the music.
Welcome to the Class X Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri, and today I'm going to go into the world of uh, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones world, once again, and uh, I'm going to look at this issue of adapting books, adapting books to film. And so this is a subject that was clearly, for me, inspired by uh, finishing season one of House of the Dragon. And the question I want to look at is this. What's the proper way to adapt a book for television or movies? Because there's been a lot of debate about this with Game of Thrones. And I, I just want to throw my perspective in there because I've been reflecting on it a lot. And I think a lot of fans of, of House of the Dragon have been interested in this. So for me, as I watched House of the Dragon... I couldn't help but compare it to Fire and Blood, which is the, the book that, that George R.R. R. Martin wrote, and that's the basis of this whole series. So I'm, I'm sure every book reader did the same thing because that's kind of like what you do, right? When you read a book, you're always going to be comparing it to to the, the film version and maybe be a little bit maybe be a little bit too critical, if I'm gonna be honest, right? Maybe the book reader has a tendency to be too critical of these things. So I am going to throw that out there, and I think it should be acknowledged. Uh, but I do have to say this. I think this issue is one of the more subjective issues when it comes to the arts, you know, because some people just don't care. They see the book and film version as separate entities, you know? Others, and I think I'm kind of in this category, see the source material as essential to the film. So as I, as I watched House of the Dragon, I, I just kind of, I couldn't help it, you know? I found myself favoring the side that favors the source material. So I, I, I was asking myself the question, like, why? Why am I favoring this side? Why is this so important to me that the source material is followed? Is it just a House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones thing? And so I want to go into that. I want to go into the why of it because I don't always actually care. And I, and I want to start with this. As many of you you guys know, for me, my big genre is mysteries, murder mysteries. And so actually my favorite, well, I have two favorites, Colin Dexter and Agatha Christie. And they both have been adapted. But I want to start with Agatha Christie before I jump into House of the Dragon. I've seen all the Poirot mysteries. I was just watching one a few days ago and you know they've all been adapted for TV or film. I don't personally mind if they change the story a little bit in the Paro mystery. It's not a big deal for me. I see it as kind of natural to the process, right? You can't really get take a book and have everything in that book go into a show, it just doesn't fit into the time constraints of television. There's just, it's as simple as that. There are time constraints. And because of that, you have to adjust, right? You have to adjust to the different form of media. And so that's important, right? But even with the Praro Agatha Christie mystery series, I do have a preference. When I watch the BBC version of Agatha Christie, I love it. And to me, as I've studied it over the years, I know why. It's because the, the actor who played Poirot, he basically took the source material very seriously. So it is, it is as if I am watching the book character on television. So for me, that is a big deal. Now, when I've seen the most recent version, the Murder on the Orient Express 
movie version that came out recently. They actually came out with another one, Death on the Nile. I hated it. I really didn't like it. And what I didn't like about it is they took the main character, Poirot, and they made him into a superhero. Like the whole essence of the series, which is his character, was missing. And so I do think, you know, as I was reflecting on this subject, it's not just a House of the Dragon issue for me. I do want to throw out there that I do think for me, it's also not black and white because I'm okay with things getting changed. But you can't lose the essence, right? And with House of the Dragon, I think the essence of Fire and Blood is missing in some major ways. I mean, some huge ways. And that's what I'm going to go into. So let me start with what I love about this whole series, especially what I love about the book itself, is that, and I just want to throw out before I go into that, there are going to be some spoilers. So if you've uh, if you really like the show and you haven't finished it, I'm going to talk about season one. I'm not going to go past season one, though, so don't worry about that. But I will talk about season one. So that's the spoiler alert right there. So if you don't want to hear about season one, I, I am kind of vague about it, though. I won't, I won't be super specific, but make sure to finish season one unless you don't really care. If you don't care, cool. Uh, so I won't describe anything past it. So back to the book. So I love how the book uses this dbq kind of approach which is basically this you get an event in the book right and then you get three to four interpretations of what actually happened and it's really cool it's kind of a choose your own adventure thing so it feels like you're reading a historical interpretation of actual events it's like reading about the american revolution and getting the british perspective and the american perspective from a soldier from a general from a a woman who's an American from a, you know, from a British soldier who's 17 years, you know, you get all these different perspectives, right? That's what the book is, is like, um, with, with house of the dragon. So it's really cool because you'll get totally different perspectives. And I think that that adds to the book. And I haven't really read a book like this before. And it's, it's very different from a song of ice and fire, uh, the original game of Thrones book. So that that's kind of cool, right? The show, Obviously, the show itself doesn't do that. Now, could the show do that? I think it could. It could take on different approaches, but maybe that would be too difficult. Um, insert, maybe it would be just too challenging for the writers. I'm not really holding it against them, but I do want to say that that is a clear difference. You don't get the multiple perspective approach in the show. Another thing that you don't get is... Um, Well, before I go into the second one, I do want to say this. Out of all the perspectives, the show has chosen to take on the mushroom perspective. Now, this is the thing about the mushroom perspective. You have different versions in the book. And they're kind of like reading historians writing about, you know, an event. But mushroom is like a court jester who's writing a gossipy column, you know, and it's very entertaining to read his perspective, but when you're reading the book, you typically don't take his perspective that seriously. For whatever reason, this show decided to take on a lot of the mushroom perspective. So you get three or four events, or three or four interpretations of an event, mushroom is one of them, and the show took that. And I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, that, I thought that was a little, 
I, honestly a little disappointing because when you're reading it, you clearly see, I don't know. I think for me, I was reading it not thinking that his perspective was legitimate, just kind of over the top. But, you know, interesting choice, right? So back to the Perot, Poirot example, Agatha Christie example, the, uh, the show kind of decides to change the motives of the characters and in some cases, the characters themselves. So like I said with Praro, I like that when the, the motives of the detective and his character remain the same, right? With House of the Dragon, it doesn't do that. And so the most obvious is the character, Allison. She's much more sympathetic in the show, much more sympathetic. Now, is this the wrong approach? To me, it's not wrong, but it's off. It just seems a little off. And what I mean by that is it's inconsistent because you'll have Allison's family presented as nefarious, but Allison herself is sort of given this out in scene by scene by after scene after scene. And it's like, why? Why are you giving her this out when her perspective and her family's perspective are the same perspective, the same approach, the same ideas? And in the book, they don't do that. So there's a consistency and you clearly see, okay, this is what the book is going for. In the show, I'm not quite sure. And that's a problem. That's inconsistent. And to me, you don't want to be inconsistent at random times when you're writing um, a show. I don't know, or writing anything. Consistency is key. And so another example, which goes into the same idea, is the final scene, or one of the last scenes of season one, where you have... Basically, you have one character chasing another character and a death occurs. Now, in the book, it's intentional. It's a murder. In the show, at the last second, they make it unintentional, which makes no sense. And if you read the book, it's clear. There's a clarity to the scene and you leave it feeling uh, empathy for one of the characters, anger towards another. The show, maybe because they want to make it kind of like 50-50. They don't want you siding with one side over the other. But what they do is they create a lot of confusion in a sense because there's no, there's a lack of clarity in the scene. So, you know, it brings up the question to me, it goes back to this idea, when do you veer off the source material, right? When do you decide to change and do your own thing? I, you know, it just makes me wonder what's the right way to adapt a book. And I wonder what you think, like, what is the right way to adapt a book? Is this, is this not a big deal? I don't know. I, I've noticed on the Reddit boards, it's a big deal to a lot of House of the Dragon fans. So I think, you know, again, there's no right answer. But for me, I do prefer it when a show stays true to the source material. You know, I don't mind when uh, a show, for example, I show a musical movie called 1776. And that movie has decided or they decided to take John Adams and Samuel Adams, two important historical characters, important to the American Revolution. It took them and they combined them in the musical as one character. I think that makes sense. You know, for the sake of time, for the sake of many things, it makes sense to combine characters, right, into one person. I also don't mind when you add dialogue, you know, or, or, or scenes to enhance a point. Let's say it's kind of, you know, it's, there's clarity in the book, but you want to add a little bit more. That makes a lot of sense. 
but I don't like changing characters, specifically their motives and their identity. That that seems like too much to me. You know, the original Game of Thrones did a great job. I mean, just a wonderful job of this for the most part. I know Tyrion, he was different in the book, but I always felt like when you went back to the source material of the original Game of Thrones, it always led, for me at least, it always led to a better understanding of a scene. Like I could find the exact scene in the book and I would get much deeper dialogue. So that was cool because you could watch it on TV and then you could go back to the source and get this great dialogue. I love that. And also you can get the inner dialogue or the monologue of the character, him or herself. So you kind of got the, the thoughts of the character as well. So now with House of the Dragon, the source material seems like a different, totally separate entity. So you don't have that opportunity. Yeah, there are similarities. No, there's no doubt about that. There are a lot of similarities, but the changes seem so profound that it's just a different experience in many ways. I kind of miss being able to go into the source material and get a deeper experience, if you know what I mean. I think, this is just my opinion, I think the show would be better off if it just trusted the source material more. I wonder what you think. If you watched it or not, you know, do you think, do you do you like and think that a book and a show should be aligned, you know, or is it just a pet peeve of mine? I don't know. It's just something that's been really, you know, my, my friends and I have been texting about it. Uh, and we, we were all like really engaged in this subject. It's kind of interesting. One of my favorite shows, Inspector Morse, I think this is kind of interesting. They actually changed, or Colin Dexter, the, the writer of the show, he changed the source material after the show started. So he wrote a few mysteries. Maybe this works more with mysteries, by the way, but he wrote a few mysteries. And then John Thaw, great actor, played Inspector Morse. And because he really liked how he played him, he changed the, the character in the book to match the film TV version. So I thought that was kind of a, that's a cool story. And it shows humility on the writer's side, of, in, in this case, Colin Dexter. And I wonder if that same humility is sort of missing from the Game of Thrones, or for, sorry, from the House of Dragon uh, writers, you know, because they're trying to put their stamp on it. They want their perspective. But it's like, you know, this is George R. R. Martin, you know? He's written so many successful books. Game of Thrones was such a successful moment in television and book history. So I don't know, maybe you should trust George R.R. R. Martin, trust the source material. So because of all that, I'll just say, I give this series, I guess an eight out of 10 because it could be better, but it is good. If you like Game of Thrones, you should watch this. Uh, it's definitely enjoyable. I love the political intrigue. I love all the political elements to this. I don't like the gruesome nature of things still. They did reduce it as the season went on, but it's still a little bit too gruesome for me at times. I'm not the biggest fan of the dragon, so I, I just like the political stuff. It is a good show, so I don't wanna take away from that. I just think that sometimes, you know, you read the perspectives of writers, who, especially the showrunners, and it just makes you think, oh yeah, like wh why did they do that? So I don't know. I don't know what you think. What What is the proper approach when it comes to this? Is there a proper approach or does it just vary with, with the book and with the show? You decide. So thanks for listening to the Class X Podcast. I appreciate all the new subscribers. Thanks 
Please leave a rating if you haven't yet, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.